I was gonna tell you what I was watching, but what are you watching? I started watching the the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Oh my freaking <laughs> god! It's a it's great entertainment. Great entertainment. If you can get past the first eight minutes, it gets better. Oh, the first eight god. minutes are so painful. So with that delay at the beginning, take that out. Oh, because you're like go and then you waited and then you. I I forgot what I was gonna ask you. It's been so long since I've seen you. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a few weeks. How was isolating? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was okay. Obviously, the situation isn't the best, but uh, mm-hmm. it was okay. Did it gets you, boring. Did, did you go into like deep thoughts? Like, did you? channel inside this magnificent brain of yours no come on Jay like, you have all the time in the world yeah I kept myself occupied <laughs> with what TV shows avoidance avoidance <laughs> yeah, maybe what did you watch what did I watch uh, I started watching Shit's Creek okay how is it I've heard great things about uh, it first couple of episodes are hard to get through and then there's like there's a there's a part in season one which is like third or fourth episode in, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty funny. And then and then it gets there, better as time goes. Yeah, on. yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty good. After that, nah, I'm 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 almost not, I'm not almost done, but I'm pretty far in. What tier are we talking? Is it like friends office tier or like no, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's it's like a casual watch. Obviously, I don't think it's in that tier, but yeah, I got a couple seasons still to go. I got about two or three seasons left, so. Maybe it gets better, but I don't think it's in that category, no. Fair enough. Not even close, in my opinion. It's like a casual watch, you yeah, know? Yeah, okay, I get it. Something um, you just put on and forget about it. Yeah. There's something else I watched, too. But I forget what it was. I watched a couple of movies, actually, in between. Which ones? <laughs> nothing memorable. <laughs> uh, I hear you're watching uh, Tottenham All or Nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. That was pretty good. I watched... Uh, I t- I've been watching it while I'm in... While I have... Actually, I have been watching it while I'm working, so it's actually, it's actually really easy. So I just keep it up in the background. It's been pretty good. Um, Josie Mourinho, got a lot of respect for. He's uh, he's an interesting he's an interesting man, isn't he? He's very interesting. Um, could run through a wall for the guy. He can motivate he, he someone, motivate. man. It was funny. There was a moment where he's like, if you're on the pitch, you have to play like a, uh, a certain next, part. See you, see you next uh, Tuesday. Huh? Yes. See you next Tuesday. Yes, yes, that's exactly yes. Yeah. But but his point was with the Tottenham players is he's like, this is a skilled team. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. They're all nice guys. Mm-hmm. So this is why you guys haven't won. Unless you take it. Unless you play like dicks out there. Yeah. That's basically what he was trying to sell the total players. And and you could see it with some of the teams that they played in the Premier League is it's an aggressive league. Yeah, and is. some of the teams, they go after mm-hmm. you. And it's not like just like the top tier teams, but like even like, like Burnley or like... Uh, some of these other like Norwich City or whatever. Yeah. I mean, these other teams that that the, they play. The Premier League this year is wide open. Yeah, wide but this open. year, but this year they've gotten the shit. Too. Now the other thing with them is it didn't it didn't seem like they had a lot. Of, like that season was 
was was year, la- last year, year's year's season, last year season, which actually really cool how they did it because I thought they were gonna end it when the pandemic hit and the league shut down. I thought they were gonna end no. end the season, but no, they came back and they no, finished the off the of season. Yeah, yeah. Um, really cool insight to see how everything went down. Really cool insight. I, it, I appreciate it. It's, how they it's did interesting. It. Um, I think for Tottenham, they're gonna see a spike. I think they already are seeing a spike in their players. Right, but for them, like sorry, in their spike as in what? What do you mean spike? Like in fans, in people yeah. viewing and things like that, because you have now an American audience and Canadian, yeah. North now American they did audience, they, right? they, they did do an all or nothing with right. Manchester City before or recently? No, before before uh, right? twenty. They're the year where they they won tw- they won fourteen or sixteen games in a row. Mm, yeah, so you two that years year. ago, two or three years ago, yeah. Okay, three years ago. I don't. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, Pep, Pep Guardiola's yes. second year. Oh, okay, okay. That's cool. Probably watch that one. Huh. It's pretty good. I'm watching that now. Okay, City's uh, Pep's a completely different beast. It's a, yeah. So they compared the two during the the, the Manchester City one. Basically, yeah. I think uh, uh, Jose Mourinho was with uh, Man Man United at the time. Yeah, at the time. So they're basically talking about how they're they're polar opposites. 100%. He plays an aggressive game, and and Jose Mourinho plays a defensive park park the bus type of game. Uh, Jose does or uh, Jose, Marino, Jose Marino does and then Pep Guardiola revolutionized the game as they say when he was with Barca and stuff like yeah, that yeah so he, he really he, so he brought in what's what's called the tiki taka right it's like short passes things like that and to make a lot of space but you're one of the things that that focuses a lot on is when you're sending a pass or when you're sending something you have to send it in a way where the next person receiving it has some options with it. Yeah. So essentially, it's like a you, you want to best way to describe it in basketball terms is the um, uh, freak. I'm comp- the, the term is on my the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember it. But essentially, it's um, a three-sided attack, essentially, right? Where you have options as soon as you get the ball. Right, three-man weave. Not a three-man weave. I forgot <laughs> the word is. We use it all the time. It completely, it's completely. But essentially, it's when you get it, you have options: either dribble, drive, yeah, yeah, pass or shoot. Right? Like it's it's your you're in a triple threat position. That's the word: triple threat position. There you go. Similarly, in soccer, when you're playing La Masia, where these a lot of these kids come in from the Barcelona's academy, that's something that they really focus in on. Is what are you gonna do next with the ball if you pass to someone? So it's it's leading pass essentially. Uh, that's one thing I think. Um being a guy who doesn't follow soccer, the whole like youth academy thing, mm. it, it really blows my mind, and like how young, young they get these kids, young. and like they're they're interviewing one of the kids that played for City, and he's like, this guy has been with this organization since he was five, five. like that stuff blows my mind. It's yeah. like even even the Tottenham one, right? Yeah. They're talking about one of the kids there, like he was with the organization, and he's like basically he was like five or six. And he had Arsenal and Tottenham both going after him, yeah. and it's like holy crap, sure. he's five years old yeah, for God's sake. Like it's crazy. This guy might not even know his ABCs, and this guy's no, going to an organization going to, to do yeah, this. It's, it's insane. So he's basically groomed to do this for the rest of his life. That's true. And but, like, but that's the thing is like you gotta remember with a lot of these soccer players also is like, um, what we see are the ones that make it. Yeah. What happens to the kids that don't? That don't make it, right? That's all they've known their entire life. It's tough. It's a tough right? system, and it's it's a tougher art conversation. But there have been recently a lot of suicides, right? Recently, don't make guys it. that just didn't make it, they didn't do it's it. It's tough. So going back to Jose Mourinho, for example, um, the reason why I'm so big on Tottenham this year winning is because they've always had the talent, but now they have that mental edge to win. Yeah. And I think they possibly, I don't think they will, but they possibly, they're they're my team, they're my team to take the EPL. Yeah, they're leading, they're leading the EPL right now. So so, yeah, yeah, they can continue for sure. It's still a lot that can happen. 
City can come up, Liverpool can come up, Murray as as people return from injuries. Injuries can happen to Tottenham for sure. Know. Um, but they have a, a decent squad. Like they have a solid squad, but they also have a decent bench. Like Dele yeah. Ali has barely played this year, and Dele Ali was one of their focal points in the documentary. And yeah, but the, what Josie tells him is, "You're a guy who has the skills but doesn't want to practice." Yeah, and he's like, "If you end your career, he's like, he's like, what's going to happen with you is if you go like this, he's like, you're going to retire and you're going to be like, shit, I could have done something." Yeah. And this is basically what it is. And he's probably just giving up with the shit. Mm-hmm. And he probably plays La, 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 Calasto or something like his name is. I don't know. Some Argentinian guy. Giovanni Lo Celso. Lo Celso. That guy. He's sick. And he him. took his spot probably. Yeah. yeah. Giovanni Lo Celso, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a really good player. I, I didn't know uh, a son is that good. Oh, my son is amazing. Yeah, that, that combination though Him and uh, Harry Kane, Harry Kane uh, I, I read somewhere People were talking about How like that could be The best duo in soccer Right now probably Pretty sick They're pretty fun yeah, to watch pretty, they, they are, are fun They have a great com- chemistry and Harry Kane is really Living up to his potential Right now as to yeah. What he can be And then you throw in Gareth Bale into the mix now Who's coming in And you have a, a Pretty solid solid team Watching the Manchester City one I want to just throw Vincent Company is sick Yeah yeah That guy's dope He He's seems fun. like a very cool guy yeah. I'd like to that, you know, uh, yeah, like uh, you don't want to meet that type of person. <laughs> he seems like a very cool guy, very knowledgeable guy. Yes, and like obviously he's a great football player because yeah. he plays for one of the best teams. Um, I think he's retired now. He's retiring. Well, he's retired. Yeah, but uh, like, he yeah. seems like a very smart guy too. He does definitely does. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, that's where we went. I was gonna tell you what I was watching, but what are you watching? I started watching the the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Oh my freaking <laughs> god! Great entertainment. Great entertainment. If you can get past the first eight minutes, it gets better. Oh the first eight God. minutes are so painful. I turned it off. First time I started watching it, I turned it off. So what made you want to go back? I just wanted to give it another shot. So I did. I'm glad I did. There's so much. Did fun. you watch Indian Matchmaking yet? Or I not? haven't yet. You should watch that. I That's, should watch that. that was I, I will watch that. Um, Bollywood, they're taking over Netflix slowly, man. A lot of content. I was thinking about this. Yeah. Do you think it's just because... Like, like YouTube's algorithm knows that we're brown and they just yeah, showed yeah, us all this yeah. brown stuff. That's exactly what okay. it is. That's just, it's scary, man. Because, yeah, like, my amazon brand. Prime is doing the same thing now. Yeah, yeah, exactly it's, what it it's is. It's like full of brown shows. I'm yeah. like, whoa, they just have either so much I content. I would love to see a white man's Amazon Prime. If any of my white friends are listening to this, please send me your uh, logins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to see what Amazon Amazon. What the recommendations are for you compared <laughs> well, to the week. My, my wife was saying there, it's. Um, before we got married, like after we got married and we started to share like different accounts, yeah. she's now starts seeing a lot of Bollywood content. Also, it wasn't there before. It probably it wasn't there that much uh, before. It's because it's like, oh, we'll, we'll try out different things. And like now, you know, it's like, this is being recommended. That is being recommended. Um, that's being this, True, this true, being true. Done. So it's, it's uh, very interesting. I bet. Right. Um, back to less pressing matters, I guess. In the world of sports. Can you believe preseason basketball is now four days away? Yeah, Friday this, night. This Saturday. Friday, Friday night. Friday night preseason basketball Holy starts. Holy shit. The NBA is... Is back. Kind of back. It sort of felt like it just ended. It did just end. Dude, it ended October, what, 14th, 15th it ended? And we're two months later. Damn. Two months later, they're back. I'll take it, man. 48 COVID cases in the league, but... I don't know what they're gonna do, man. Okay, I'm I'm a little worried about this. To be honest with you, I I feel like if there's a lot of protocols being put in, if a star goes down, that's it. You're out for a week, two weeks. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting how they do it because 
Okay, the NFL, we've seen what the NFL's done. They just don't give a shit. No. Did they, like... Like they, they had a team go out with no quarterback one way. The fact that, yeah, Denver Broncos they had, had no quarterback. You know, big ups to Kendall Hinton, man. Like, uh, bro, dude. It, the thing was, okay, it wasn't... Okay, the fact that, okay, number one, he's not a quarterback. quarterback Undrafted yeah. rookie, rookie who plays wide, wide receiver, receiver who made the practice squad. Didn't even make the regular squad. He made the practice squad. And then he has to go and play quarterback with zero practice snaps. That's insane. Zero practice. Like, they were talking about how all he had was before the game, him, like, being behind center. Like, learning how to, like, there's possessions where he couldn't even pass the ball off to his running back because they just don't have the repetition. Nothing. It's, it, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing what the NFL did. Um, like, I don't know. That game should have been postponed. At least a couple days. Because the NFL is not even doing this whole 10-day quarantine thing. No. It's like five days. I think the guys have to test negative two or three times and they'll let them play. So, I don't know what the NBA is going to do. It's going to be interesting. It's a, it's going to be a fluid motion as it goes, you know what I mean, as mm-hmm. it goes along. Um, I think there there are, I'm not going to say sorry, like Draymond Green, Green has tested positive. James there's, Wiseman has tested positive. There's three guys on the Raptors that have tested positive. Yeah. And I have a feeling two of them are players because they released all their media day pictures. There's two players not on the media day pictures. Ooh. Kyle Lowry and Patrick McCaw. Interesting. So they, they could have just been in the vicinity and could be self-isolating. Who knows, right? But they're not in any yeah. of the media day pictures. So that obviously raises another quick concern. Now, I'm not saying they, they're the ones, but who knows, right? Um, Malik Monk around the league. But I, what, what, what are they going to do, right? I really um, wish they went back to a bubble. Yeah, but it's tough for the players. Very tough. Hundred percent is very tough. Right, that's the thing. Right, it, even yeah. the, the protocols now. Like I've I've seen some snippets of it. It's like a it's a massive protocol that mm-hmm. they have. But it's like you can only have uh, family members visit your hotel. Uh, like sorry, like two family members visit the hotel, um, or of a, a long standing friend. I don't know how that. Cool. I don't know how that yeah, how they okay. justify that. But that's all. Like who can visit the hotel, and like there's there's a lot of strict protocols. Uh, which also leads me to the next question, yeah. which leads me to the next thing, which is a whole huge topic. Is I know where you're going. Where does James Harden fit in all this? <laughs> where does you dude? This guy was at the strip club throwing ones up, and then and then he's at a party for a little baby. You're telling me there's no COVID protocol that doesn't you know what I mean? That doesn't go. Where does he fall in all of this? He's above the law, man. He's above he, the law. He went from a bubble to another bubble. <laughs> Yo, he went, he went from Houston to Atlanta for a birthday party. Then went to Vegas, and now apparently he's reported to training yeah, camp. Yeah, he reported training camp. He's following protocols, but that's some messed up shit, man. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, I got a question. So, what do you think the NBA is going to do? Do you think they're just going to be like, hey, just go with it this year, or what? To what like just- say, okay, you're game twenty-five in, and LeBron James tests positive. You're you're gonna have to let him write it out. Write it out, right? You can't, um, you can't do anything about it. Right? No, like, you can't do anything about it. I the, think they're gonna expand the rosters. Have I think sixteen? I think they'll allow fifteen to seventeen guys per team, but still, right? Like, so, so you're saying we might be able to get O'Shea Brissett back? No, sorry, O'Shea He's Brissett. Gonna, Malcolm Miller. Malcolm. No, who did we cut? Dewan Hernandez. Listen, all due respect, Dewan Hernandez wasn't like yeah, he didn't play basketball for two years. That's the reason why they. That's cut him. exactly. He's, he's gonna have to get back on the grind. Go play some, get some reps in. He's out the um, No, but side note for that, like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of cases. They're hoping the vaccine kicks in. All the rich people are going to get it first, right? In the U.S. at least. Right? They're going to probably, like... That would be such an unethical thing. Mr. Yeah, US, what do you talks. Yeah. 
I Canada, don't... I know they're opening it up to everyone. Whoever wants it gets it. Yeah, but there's going to be a tier system, right? Yeah, who needs it and stuff like that. For it's sure. going to go to you. I'm yeah. assuming the states, would, like England's the first country to prove that that's what they're doing. It's a yeah. tiered system. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the NBA. I guess they'll just, you know, play by year and see what happens. Now, they did they did incorporate a five-day break for the All-Star, which, yeah. you know, they're hoping to make up games then. I'm sure there'll be games canceled throughout the season. There has to be. Because uh, that's just what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now they are stacking. In, they are stacking in, the schedule, which I do appreciate. Which I think is a good yeah, idea. Yeah, I like that. I like they're they're stacking that. What if a player gets really sick? Then what? Like hospitalized. But I think the chances are very little for NBA players because of their physique and their health. What if I don't know? That's the question. Right. What if what happens then? Do they shut it down again? Delay the season? But the NBA is is predicated on ending in july because they don't want to go ahead they don't want to they want to be done before the olympics number one correct number two they don't want to go against the nfl again which is ridiculous yeah you just can't you can't um the olympics is a whole nother story it's a a bigger problem for the nhl than the nba nba if the nba had to go ahead head to head with the olympics they'll do it yeah the nhl just can't well nhl now they're looking at a january 13th starting at 50 some odd game season the nhl legit can't they can't because of their tv contract with nbc oh they legit can't because nbc is not going to air hockey games over the olympics because they have the rights for it so the nhl can't there's no interesting yeah they got to end before the olympics and if that if the olympics happen yeah if the olympics which yeah if the olympics happen, but i think you have to prepare for that now yeah that's true well they're they're trying to run um i think 10 or 13 events um, like a trial run right now just to see how it would go hmm. and then they would make a call based upon that but doesn't I don't know I don't know how likely that will be for oh, I, yeah it's going to be tough you have people from all over the world coming you're going to be there's a, there's a next level bubble they need to create for that now the other thing would be is like is production for the vaccine that high that they'd be able to vaccinate all the athletes before they get so I was, I was actually thinking about this when we're jumping topics here a little bit but you and I both work the Pan Am games yeah. Imagine running the Pan Am Games in a bubble. You it's can't. tough. You can't. You can't. You can't. It's tough. You, These athletes are not going to stay in a bubble. It's not tough. even that. It's like you have 40, 50 different venues. Yeah, it's tough. For different things happening. Yep. And this is for the there's Pan Am too, Games. There's too many, too many moving parts. Yeah, too many moving parts, right? Barely yeah. the same amount of level A competition and B people that would be for the so Olympics. Basically, basically what we ran times probably 100, maybe 1,000. I don't know what 100 man. Think about it. You did. We just did. We did pan the North American. Uh, sorry, North and South American countries. So times it by like ten. Yeah. Okay. At Asia. Yeah. Sure. But still, that's still massive. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. A lot, a lot more competition. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a lot larger scale, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Think about the flights coming in and out of the country. And it's Japan, Tokyo, right? So you're, yeah, yeah it's gonna. And be. then you have all the sponsorships, all the sponsored buses. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I'm sure there's people sitting there figuring it out right now as we speak because you can't plan this. Yeah. You can't plan this two, three weeks before. You plan this from now. You're planning this from last year. It's true. Um, right. I'm gonna jump one more topic quickly, and we'll come back to the basketball right away. Did you know the the council of FIFA that approved the Russia and the Qatar um, like the the countries to be hosted in, um, there was twenty one members in that. 
Okay. How many do you still think are, are still on? It's FIFA. They're corrupted. I think I'll say 16 of them. 15 of them are gone. Oh, I've gone. They're left. So they, they either got like charged. They. Oh, that's good. It's good. But could you imagine the fact that how corrupted you are? No, that's right? that's, that's, that's to, FIFA like, was to, corrupt. To give to these two countries, right? Like it's insane. And, and South Africa, who apparently was in it too. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. So I, I, it's, yeah, it's FIFA, man. FIFA's pretty good. Cool. Seth Blatter, right? Seth Blatter? Seth Blatter. Yeah. Seth Blatter. Yeah. I still remember, remember the, uh, who's, I still remember working, actually, it's funny, we were working the Pan Ams. I was working in the office and they had the TVs up and there was somebody who was doing a speech at in front of FIFA and he threw the money in front of his face. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember. I was watching that live. I still remember That's that. crazy, man. FIFA's, uh, FIFA's next level. That's a corrupt, corrupt. corrupt organization. Next level corrupt, man. Uh, okay, back to basketball. It's going to be... Did, have they made the call on Raptors if they're switching divisions or not? Well, the thing is, is uh, you're only playing three... You're, you're only playing... Uh, you're only playing the conference three times um, this year. So it doesn't matter. True, okay. Fair. Yeah. And then you pay the other once. Something like that. They're mm-hmm. doing it like a rotated. I don't know how they're doing it because it's seventy-two games. Yeah. So there's some teams you're not gonna be able to play twice. You're gonna play some of the teams only once right. this year. Um, it's funny. Um, the only the only game that I was really looking forward to, and it's partially because of Twitter, was Toronto Raptors versus the Phoenix Suns. Freaking Aaron Baines is unofficial account. Yeah. <laughs> He's tweeting about it. So <laughs> it's uh, subconsciously that's exactly where my mind went to find where we were playing Phoenix. His uh his uh, media pity picture yeah. no number. He hasn't mm-hmm. chosen his number, but I think uh, he just chose his number. He's forty six probably right. He's going back to forty six. He apparently was talking about how like his number somehow includes his kids. There's a relation between his number and his kids, so he wanted to see. I think his wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm. His wife just had a kid, so he wanted to figure out how to correlate the numbers. But I think his kid was born on December fourth. Okay. So for it worked. Yeah, it's something like that. It still works or something like that. I I read something. I don't know Interesting. how true this is. But um, yeah. Okay, let's just go into the James Harden's thing. Yes. Okay. Oh, let's start with the Clippers thing first. Okay. Um. So there's an article written by the Athletic mm-hmm. about um, Clippers last year. They had a lot of unnamed source unnamed sources in the article. <coughs> Montrez Harrell. Yes. Was all over this story. I'm assuming it's Montrezl Harrell. I, I can see it. It had to be him. I can see it. Right? Or or it could have been Jermichael Green. Oh, Jermichael. Yeah, Jermichael Green. Right. Jermichael Green? Yeah. The power forward. Is it Jermichael? Yeah, Jermichael yeah. Green. Um, who left the, the organization, right? Yes. Um, or it could have been Doc. It could have been Doc. Well, could have been anyone that left. First of all, like, it could have been Pat Bev for all we know. Nah, I doubt it's Pat uh, Maybe. Um, like it started off with Paul George before that article dropped. Paul George was on all the smoke, and he was talking about how things that went wrong throughout the season. And he threw a lot of shade at Doc. And you know, I don't like Doc. Yes. And he was talking about how Doc didn't use him in the right situations and this and that. And then I forget who it was, but somebody tweeted out that he talked about how he wanted the ball in the post more. And they basically showed that he had the ball the most last year in the post and in all of his career. Um, okay, so the article goes basically in detail about like the different privileges that Kawhi and Paul George mm-hmm. had over everybody else. And the, these were crazy. So the practices, they dictated when they practice. Um, they dictated, um, you know, rest schedules. Kawhi was able to live in San Diego. Um, they were frequently late. Um, Kawhi had special requests to have his own own room 
half an hour before the game to stretch. And basically, they would use the female, the female's training room or something like that, so that the female assistants on the team couldn't use their access to their to their training room. That he had to be separate from everybody else and go stretch there. There was a lot of shit in this article, and then there was obviously the chemistry issues and wow. how there was no leaders on the team. And wow. then Marcus Morris came and he noticed that, and he tried to be a leader. Yeah. He started telling Zubac what to do. Zubac was like, "I'm already playing good. Why am I listening to you?" And basically just explain the shit show that that team was. Montrezl um, Harrell, I guess. I, it's got to be Montrezl Harrell. It's got to be for, a couple guys. But. For, yeah, for the, to go that deep into yeah. it, that's like... There's somebody inside that locker room. I think definitely. it's Montrezl. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, okay, the San Diego part with Kawhi, I've come to find out that it's a two-hour drive from San Diego to LA. Yeah. So you're telling me this guy was... So basically the, the plane, the team plane had to wait on the tarmac for Kawhi to show up that they were running late and they would wait for Kawhi to show up and he'd be frequently late yeah that if I was on that team I would be upset yes that would be very upsetting as someone who people have to wait for yeah yes I can I can see why it would upset you the other thing the other thing the article talked about was how some of the players understood okay for Kawhi they'll there are some you know exceptions whatever they'll take yeah but they didn't understand why Paul George just got the same treatment, mm. which is a very valid point because Paul George hasn't won shit in this league. He hasn't. But he to, hasn't. Be, to be fair to Paul George, to be fair to Paul George, he was in the conversation for MVP and Defensive Player of the Year a couple of years back. But he never won it. Besides the point, right? Okay. He won it, didn't win it. That's besides the point. There's no doubt in the talent Paul George has. Mm-hmm. Paul George can at any point be a very top tier player in this league. Top one percent, yeah, you could top percent, right? Whatever it is, right? Definitely can be that. So I can see where that hubris comes from, but it, yeah, hasn't been backed up yet. No, hasn't won anything. No, hasn't performed well, right? Hasn't performed well in playoffs, right? And then sorry, the the other last thing was was uh, a lot of the players were upset that the culture mm-hmm. that the Clippers built with Lou and Montrez and and Pat Bev mm-hmm. was basically thrown out the door when Kawhi and PG came. Yeah, and and that was upsetting. And you could see like a, a team losing three one who was up by twenty in that game six or game five. Um, you know what I mean? That's just no heart, right? No. Um, the fact that they were up seventeen. In game seven, no, 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 not even game seven. Game six, yeah, uh, game, game five. five. That's what I'm saying. They're up sorry, by twenty. They're up by twenty. Sorry, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy how they lost. Joe Michael Green, who uh, now is on uh, Denver, mm-hmm. was asked, "Why did you come to Denver?" He's like, "Coming back from three one, it shows that this team has heart." Straight shots, man. Straight shots. I agree. Right? And there's there's a lot like again there's a lot of shade being thrown at Kawhi and things like that, but. Is it fair for us to accept, like expect, sorry, that Kawhi would be that leader that they need, right? But he, that's the thing. I think that's what he lacks, right? He, he lacks he's not a vocal leader. He's not. He, he in San Antonio. Yeah, he, Tim he Duncan, had leaders, leaders, leaders. <laughs> all-time right. leaders in the league. Yeah, and uh, right, and, and the Raptors, he didn't have to be a leader, right? Yeah, he didn't. was with Kyle and Mark. He was with Mark. He had Serge, who's a vocal leader. Yeah. Now he does have Serge now yes. with the Clippers. Which would be interesting to see because I, I do think Serge is a player that people respect. That people respect number one, and he can hold other players accountable. Yes. And he doesn't have that ego where he'll be no. like, "No, nah, I'm not going to call." He'll call you out if you don't do that. I agree. If you don't do and he well. he's a glue guy. 
Yeah, you can see cool you can see like cool younger guy. guys gravitating towards him, the older guys yeah. respecting him, his time in the league. For sure. So I think that'll do them well, but I feel like, and I'm going to agree with you on this one. I think Doc lost that locker room. Oh, definitely. Doc, definitely. Doc didn't have the blanket of a KG or a Paul Pierce to sort of hold the guys accountable. For sure. Um, and I worry. I worry. I, I, I worry about um, Philly, right? Because who's going to hold? Who's going to hold that locker room accountable? Yeah, Danny G. Danny but G he, is, is he's 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 a good vet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but then he's dealing with a lot of other issues right now. That's a good point. That's a good point. So the other thing with the Clippers is is the Clippers like the coach was on the bench. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Ty Lue's moving over. Maybe he can hold people a little bit more accountable because players. I don't think players respect him more than Doc. No. Right. But he's gonna have to figure something out. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. What Listen, they do. you got one more year of Kawhi. This is this is the point I, I was gonna make is. Is what happens if they struggle coming out of the gate? Trade him. Trade Paul George for sure. Trade Paul George. And you hope Kawhi resigns. Did Paul George, uh, how pa- many years? Paul George is on opt out. Okay. Yeah. And he probably they, will they, opt out. They both have player options. That's going to be interesting to see what And happens. no first round picks for the next little while. Years to come. It's crazy. Um, it's a very interesting story. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend anybody to read it. It is on The Athletic. When you think about what. Okay, see, it got for Paul George. It's a ransom. It is. It's a ransom. It is. It is. Yasha Shea, who's uh, was it? I think he's gonna be a great, one of the great yeah. players in the league. Danilo, I guess they lost whatever, but whatever. I, but they got a bunch of first round picks, man. A bunch of first round picks. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I don't even. I lost count. What if you package those picks in a whole roundabout way? You package some of those picks and Shea for James Harden. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like a little roundabout way, he comes back. Wins a championship with the OKC, sir. James Harden is not winning a championship in this league. That's it, eh? You don't think at all? What if he goes to another team? He needs to go to a team with a leader. Okay, I got a question. Do you think the relationship is broken? Yes. Completely. Him and Houston, completely done. I think they're done. I was I was under this impression, but they're... If I'm Houston, I'm going to try to cash in on some sort of package for him. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Is you can't... Okay, so the, obviously the biggest rumor is Brooklyn. Yeah. But you're not getting a star... You're not getting a, a young star in that package. You're not... The, oh, the problem here is... I'm, see, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little weak on NBA contracts. So I don't know if Harden has a no trade... Like a no movement clause or whatever it is. He doesn't have a no movement right? clause. He can, you can trade him you anywhere. You can trade him anywhere, right? Yeah. So if I'm Houston, I'm taking calls from every single team. Whoever gives it right, but the, the the biggest problem with with the James Harden contract is matching the salaries. Yes, hundred percent. That's gonna be that's definitely gonna be an issue to say yeah. the least. Um, but that being said, you know for a fact, and I can almost put ninety nine percent, James Harden is walking. He's still got three years left on his term. It's not like he's got. That's the thing. He's still got three more years on his term right now. So right. so it's gonna. So yeah. that's the tough part, right? Yeah. So now, obviously, there's uh, talks from the league. There's not that many teams that want to make a move for him. He's hurting his own stock by doing the shit that he just did. 100%. But, okay, the, the one caveat I'll say is when John Wall talked to the media, mm-hmm. John Wall says, I've been in contact with James Harden. Yeah. James Harden, there's Shams reported. I think it was Shams. Somebody reported that James Harden was one of the guys who okayed that Russell Westbrook trade. Right? 
crazy crazy how these things work so that means that means there's 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 some buy-in there's whatever there's got to be something right yeah yeah so there's got to be something in that but i I do feel like this this relationship will not last so okay i I feel like at some point james harden will probably get treated or he'll force okay do you think december 22nd he's a houston rocket opening night it's tough to say i think he will be i think he will be but trade deadlines my question yeah trade deadlines where houston has to make that call because now you're stuck with one of the worst contracts in john walls right (laughs) but in my opinion i don't know what the term like what the what the how many years are left those guys all have three years left on their terms right so and it goes basically like 42 44 47 if I remember correctly, it's around there. Wow. The next three years. Wow. Yeah, I know the last year of that Supermax is 47 and a half. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Or 45 and a half. Man, I think it's 47 I'm, and a half. I'm all for John Wall to return to John Wall that we know of. I think if you get... If well, he listen, does... Listen, if Harden comes back... Yeah. Right? Harden comes back. We all know Harden. Harden by himself can take a team to a playoff spot. Yes, he can. He can average 35 a night. The question mark, obviously, with Harden is, is the playoffs. Right. The other thing people are forgetting is that Harden is a year older. Yeah, but he's still. He's I, he still, doesn't. He has no signs of slowing, slowing down. Slowing yeah, down. that's true. Just, With John yeah. Wall, if he if you can get eighty five percent John Wall, mm-hmm. they're a decent team. Yeah, now, if you get Demarcus, yeah, and a, like a seventy or fifty percent, like sixty seventy percent Demarcus. Because yeah. listen, Demarcus obviously is a couple years now, a torn Achilles and a torn ACL. Yeah. It's tough to come back from for sure for a big especially, um, but he. He was on his way to be an all NBA player. Yeah. And it sucks. I, I know people didn't like Demarcus. I like Demarcus. I've always enjoyed watching yeah. him play. Um, I'm rooting for the guy. I agree. I'm really rooting uh, for too. the guy. Me too, hundred um, percent. And then they have Christian Wood, PJ Tucker, they have a couple guys. They got yeah. Um obviously it all d- depends on James Harden, man. That's that is a weird situation. Weird, weird situation. And what he's done the last couple of days was just really fucked up. Yeah, I agree. It's just really fucked up. Like yeah. It's fucked up that if he did this, if there was no pandemic, but being in a pandemic makes it so that's, much that's worse. Why, that's what, that's where you, that's where you sort of realize the, the leadership element, right? Yeah, exactly. And Which it's, she doesn't it's, have. that's what's lacking, severely Definitely. lacking, right? Okay, you're going to party. Cool. Why are you posting? Like, why? Well, is it there, wasn't him. It was what, other people like, posting. That's the people, problem. Right? Well, that's the thing, right? Like, you people, can't control that. He's an you, NBA player. That's true. It's like it's like Lou Will's at that, that thing. Yeah. It, it was another rapper that posted that picture with yeah. him at the club. He can't. He has no control over that. It's that's other true. people. Yeah. Fair. I don't know, man. It's it's it's, it's, it's interesting. Tough. It's tough. It's a tough thing. Mm. I, I think James Harden is with the team for most of the year this year. I think I think it just happens. I, I, I feel like yeah, he unless I, there's a team that comes out of nowhere that makes offers offer something. There's one hypothetical trade, which obviously I don't know how it works. I, I didn't actually do the trade, but what if New Orleans throws Brendan Ingram and Lonzo at him? Yeah, dude, you become upper echelon in that Western. Okay, maybe not upper echelon. You become in the top five for the, for for New Orleans to make that some that kind of a commitment. They need to see how well Zion's going to be this year. That's obviously a question. Right. That's, that's, that's the big question, the big, right? right? Like, if Zion's still like a year or two years away from being anywhere near the special yeah. that he can be, there's no point in going against James Harden. That That's the thing, right? Because right. I think You're every GM has, has has a timeline yeah. with their core. Everyone, right? Yeah. So... Um, New Orleans doesn't expect to compete. And, and if you're Phil, if you're Philly, right? Uh, Raphael Stone, I believe, is the new GM there. Yeah. Like, 
if you're in his shoes, you need a young star in mm-hmm. return. I can't trade him for Spencer Dinwiddie and Jared Allen. No. I can't do that. Karis Levert, no, I can't do that. No. Karis Levert's not young. Just, no, just remember not. that. Um, I can't get that. Sure, they're great depth guys, but I need someone else. I heard there's a three-way trade you can make this happen and, and somehow end up with Michael Porter Jr., which works better for them. Which works better because Michael Porter Jr. has some star potential. Yeah. Um, with Philly, it's pretty straight. Like Ben Simmons. Like you need to get Ben Simmons in that trade. Yeah. Or Joel, but I think you, you try to get Ben. No, yeah. But I don't think Daryl Morey doesn't want to get rid of either one of the two. See, this is the thing. He says that to the media. Yeah. But if the offer comes through, if it's Ben Simmons for, for James Harden. Yeah, one for one. If he can get away without trading picks. And right now, he probably has... He has the whole, you know, I mean, the 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 trade balances in his favor. Yeah, I get it. Harden wants out. You get like if Houston gets Ben Simmons, that's a pretty win of a trade. Right. You're getting a, a good asset, a future All Star, a future All NBA player. True. You could say. Mm-hmm. Um. Sacramento, Marvin Bagley, if you believe in him. Man, my, he ain't Luka Doncic, but my, you know, my my problem with Sacramento is. You Anyone that goes there, yeah, I know. it just becomes like I they know. just go into like this, like it's like it's like Space Jam, <laughs> right? It feels like they their their powers get their powers uh, get zapped out. No, no, Darian Fox is a good player. Yeah, Darian Fox is good. And listen, he's really good. Listen, the guy they drafted, Tyler Halliburton. I I'm I'm okay. They got a, They've got some amazing young stars, but they just right. make dumb moves. They're just dumb moves, like. Like even with the, like they signed Hassan Whiteside and the, man man they had Rashawn they have Rashawn Holmes and they have Marvin Bagley there and I'm like yeah, just let the guys develop a little bit exactly like Luke Walton do his thing right yeah. and go from there right I think they're impatient right with Dave Yeager and these guys right? they were impatient um, they just gotta let the team sort of have like develop go from there right hundred percent they need to invest in a good front office that will Be develop develop team. players yeah look at New Orleans what they've done. Yeah, look at Phoenix. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Um, I, there's, there's, there are those are kind of the options. Mm-hmm. I saw some people online. The Raptors should go after Harden. I don't know who you package in that trade. You're gonna get rid of OG or Norm. Norm. I don't mind parting away with Norm. I love Norm, but if it's getting us Harden, you want to trade OG, eh? No. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I'd do it. Huh? If you can trade everybody, anybody with Pascal, and get James, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It you would be the championship yeah. contender. Yeah, one hundred percent. You would be a championship contender. contender. But it would kill our. But you have. But then you have Lowry to keep him in his place. No, that's totally fine, right? But you're just putting so much of the future on. That's the thing, right? And like all your all really that means have. that means you know Giannis ain't coming. Mm. No, if you get Harden, you can't get him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I I thought you were talking about like right now. Oh no, no, no. no, no. I was like, no man. Right. Oh, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. The NBA, the drama just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's well, an, uh, let's go. Let's go over to the next trade. What do you think about the Russell John Wall trade? I think that was the. What was the initial reaction? Because honestly, I was like, oh okay. I, I was shocked. I was. Like, I was what? like, okay, cool, right? Like I was like, this is huh. the perfect example of like the lose lose. Like who was the winner, right? I, my take is like the first round pick. The first round pick won, right? But it's like, it's for both of them. Both teams, it's. I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like they they both try to play a similar type of a game, like attacking this that. They're not really shot creators. Um, Wall, I think, is a better getting to the rim, 
right creating a little bit but Russ just has an all-around game that works but Russ needs the ball in his hands they both do they both do right with Bradley Beal like cool he can he can roam around and create some shots for himself but like Beal remember Beal did average 30 points last year and didn't make the all-star team yeah it's just too much shit it's too much shit it's true but that being said, yeah, I think there's a lot. There's a lot for both teams to sort of be like, yeah. okay, let's, like, the other thing is at the end of the day, it's it's um, the best way to look at it, it's a new change, right? It's a new. That's the thing. New, I, I didn't new, mind the trade. Yeah, yeah. like with with with, uh, with Washington, like John Wall was they're one of their oldest guys, right? They're the leader of the team, the de facto. Like people turn to him, right? Like he's always always done so much. He's given it all, but like his body just never held up. For sure, right. But sure. when John Wall was on his game, John Wall was unstoppable, right. And we've seen that even, even the year that we got swept four zero, right. Brandon B and John Wall both played, both played amazing that year, right. Yeah. And you saw the potential that was there, right. Hundred percent. That was um, that was their peak. Yeah, but the thing is that at this point, like both Russ and John Wall, both are 30, 31 years old. Yep. They're not shooters, so I don't know how much longevity they have in their bodies that can keep up the type of game that they play. For sure. So there's a lot that it can. And John happen. Wall's coming off two major injuries. Two major injuries. I think I think he had the Achilles. Right. Pause, pause. So. I think he had the Achilles in the uh, thing. He did. He did Achilles and something. And I think else. ACL. Yeah. And and apparently he was playing with bone spurs in his heels. Jeez. Before before the injuries, so ah, that hurts. Definitely. Both so let's see. I, I don't mind it for like for Washington. I get you get Russell Westbrook. Um, that's gonna put when fans be able to come back to the seats. They'll give him media attention, media hype around the sure. league because he's a former MVP in yes. the league. Um, how he fits with Bradley Beal will be very interesting, and with the rest of that team. Any fantasy players out there? Draft Thomas Bryant because that pick and roll is gonna be really good. Yeah. Right, they they do have good 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 team. Right, Rui Chamara, Bradley yeah, Beal. I'm not so low on Rui. Right? Yeah. I think Rui is very overhyped right now. I don't think he's that good. It, he's 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 way too young. He's only played one year. No, but he, he's serviceable. Right, like that's what it comes down to. Right, yeah. he, you don't know what you're gonna get out of it. I, I want to see what he does. He played he played so bad in the bubble. I don't I don't I'm not saying he's gonna be like their go to for anything. Right, no, but for he'll sure. be he'll be competent. Right, that's for what sure. you need for when sure. you're for around sure. surrounded by Bradley Beal and yeah. Russell Westbrook. You just need to be competent at your position, right? And that's sort of what it comes down to. Yeah, Troy Brown, Troy, Troy Brown Jr. on that team, who's actually, I think, is pretty decent. And the uh, Bertons. Davis. And, right. The big three, man. Big, the big three, three. Man, right? Davis, Davis, Beal, and Westbrook. Right? So he, Davis can hit the three. No, don't. don't, don't he, he can, man. I ain't, we're, we're not talking shit here. Davis can hit the three. Yeah, he can. He's, he's, he's a really good shooter. He, he is a really good, really good shooter. He's a really right? good shooter. And he's coming. He got a big contract to stay. So 100%. Good for him. Um, and I think for Houston, uh, the wall pickup, obviously Westbrook didn't want to be there. No. That's whatever. You can't control that, right? Um, John Wall. Him listen, and DeMarcus have some chemistry from before. From before. Kentucky days, right? Kentucky days. And then. Uh, yeah, they had a stacked Kentucky team back then. It was uh, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousin, your boy, Patrick Patterson, Eric Bledsoe. Oh, yes. And I'm missing one more guy. But they didn't end up winning the championship. So they, didn't, they lost. They're, the, they were the number one team for most of the year. Yeah. Who did they lose to that year? Was that, Can- was that the Kansas year? I don't know who no. they lost to. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, let's switch to uh, our team. Before we get there, uh, Chris Paul trade. What did you think of that? Didn't we talk about this? A lot I don't know this? if we talked about it in the Chris Paul Chris trade. Paul, it's a great trade for both the, for both teams. Phoenix is a guy who can teach Booker how to be a leader down the road. Mm-hmm. You get a guy who can help you win now. You got a guy who's got chemistry with uh, Monty Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fantastic trade. I think Phoenix can be a very, good, very good team next year. I think they'll be five to eight. 
Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Which is good for them, team. man. They'll be in the playoff team. They'll be, they'll, the playoff. they'll be in the playoff team for sure. Right. Um, I think Monty Williams is a great coach, and I love their offseason. Some really, really Jay Crowder, yeah, good really, pickup. Really good um, picks. Brought back Dario Saric. Right? They have a good team, man. Got paid. Man, got paid. Um, what do you think of the Raptors? What do I think with the Raptors? We, we haven't discussed the Raptors offseason. Oh, so what do you want to do? You want to go, okay, losing Mark and, and, and Ibaka, obviously tough. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the term was the biggest issue. They both guys wanted a second year. Yeah. And the team wasn't going to give it. Raptors' plan was to go for the having the cap space next offseason. So my question is, why not dip into the, why not dip into the salary cap? I mean, the, the, the tax. So you can go into the tax this year, but what happens next year yeah. is you need to have $35 million open for next season. Right. So you can... So the thing is, is next year you'll have a couple guys off the contract. Yeah. And if you re-signed Ibaka and Gasol and you yeah. give them the second year, yeah. you'd be below the $35 million mark. Uh, so they probably want to do so the one in like one year and then do another re-signed one year. Exactly, year. exactly. So the thing is, is you, you, what they could have do, what they can do, is if Giannis signed mm-hmm. or a max player signed, then you can still sign Ibaka to whatever he wants and go into the tax. Right. But if he's already, if you're already over the cap, like yeah. if, if you already used up that cap space, then you can't sign a new guy and go over the tax. Oh. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So with Ibaka and Gasol, you would have been at twenty-eight million. Then you would have had to trade Norman. You would have to trade OG or whoever else is still on contract next year. Right. You'd have to get rid of them to bring in that max and then resign them. That's what the Lakers did with AD and LeBron. Right. Right. They they signed the guys and then they signed them because they had the bird rights. Right. Makes sense. Um, look, I like what the Raptors did. You bring in Aaron Baines. I think he's he's a good good player. He can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. He's a good physical player. Alex Len. You know. Guys develop. Centers usually take longer to develop. This is his fifth or sixth year in the league. Yeah. Maybe he can show some things. And he show some confidence in Chris Boucher. Maybe he can develop, add to his game, become a consistent player. He's not a 40-minute, 35, 40-minute. No, night. he's not. 19 to 25 minutes, he can play. And hopefully he can produce that. And got money. Um, he got and, paid. And what I said before, right? Like, you got the best free agent in, in, in Freddie Van Fleet, and you brought him back. That's true. Um, obviously, there's going to be some struggles this year. There will be. And I be think I, I honestly think that um, we're going to see a next another level to Pascal and OG this year. Yep. We're going to have to. You have to. OG yeah. has to step up. OG has to step up. Um, but from what we've heard and what Nurse has talked about, there's there's been a, a lot of talk about his development and his shot. Last year we saw the dribble get better, but this yeah. year the shot and the ability to create a shot is that's, getting better. That's that what I was just going to say. Right? He needs to create and his that's, own shot. That's, that's, that's what it kind of comes down to. It's going to be... Three, four more days, man. Saturday's the first preseason game. For the Raptors, yeah. For the Raptors, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be a, a fun, fun season, I must say. Um Yeah. Uh Lakers, do you think they're building a dynasty? They resigned LeBron for two more years. Do you 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 host LeBron thing? When they're waiting for Bronny to come? Because LeBron's contract ends with his kids out of high school. High school, yeah. And obviously the NBA is rumored to drop the uh the the college rule. So they, they can go Kids out of high school can come right to the NBA again, eh? So yeah, it'll be very interesting. LeBron has the power to do that. I, I, hey man, I have all the respect for LeBron James, man. Honestly, just, I, the more you see the type of superstars around the league, like yeah. when you James look at Harden. what James Harden doing, right? Yeah. Like, that, like LeBron has been a professional throughout his career. 
Definitely. Like, I think married his high school sweetheart. Yep. Had kids early. Did this, did that, did this. Never really gave used it back trouble. To, gave back to the community gave back a community. lot. Right. His LeBron James Foundation is doing some amazing work. His, his school in Ohio. Ohio, right? So, like, there's, there's so many things that he's done yeah. for the community, for himself. So, he's been, right? So, and I, and to be an MVP caliber player at this age is ridiculous. 100%. It's ridiculous. And that's a testament to him and of what he's done. And, yeah, he's 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 in he's in the conversation. Oh, oh, definitely. He's always been in the conversation. Top two, man. He's top two. Right? He's, he's in there. It's top two now. It's yeah. Jordan him. That's true. Um, before we end the pod, uh, did you want to talk about India and Australia? Man, okay. Uh, good tour so far in terms of like like what it is. Uh, India's bowling was a little atrocious. It's very atrocious, right? The, 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 the ODI series, Sani? Sani? Navdeep. Oh, yeah. He's, he was a, he's young. Right? Is he young? He's young. He's, he struggled. He's, he's a kid. He right? struggled. Like born or something. He like struggled, that, right? like man. 23, 20, he struggled. 23, 24 years old. He's obviously he's going to struggle, right? Anytime a new kid goes into For Australian sure. condition, they're going to struggle, right? And there's a lot that's happening. All these guys have really played up to this far as 220. Yeah. They hadn't had ODI For practice sure. in a very long For time. Sure. You could see the rust, right? The only guys you didn't see the rust were Australian batsmen because they were just having their way, uh, especially in the first two games. Yeah. Um, the a few things that I not having Rohit Sharma was a big loss, um, and uh, what do you call it? Ishan Sharma? Obviously, this that that hurts a little bit too, but losing Rohit was a big big. Yeah, few, you could few, tell a few reasons. Right, one is tell. obviously his batting. Right, um, in the last nine years, he's been for India in ODIs. He scored the most amount of like the highest individual run. So like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in an inning, so like two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19 right even this year even though he only played three matches he still had the highest number um Kohli this year again lack of matches but didn't score a century first time in an odi career like in a whole calendar yeah year where he yeah but that being it's separate the biggest thing that Rohit sharma brings is another voice to Kohli because Kohli i don't think is the most creative captain no he sticks to his plans and he's sort of he's sort of rigid on that mm-hmm. he doesn't really move around from it and you saw that in australia you need to be creative you need to try different things even if you're going to lose the game you have to try out different mm-hmm. ways of trying to get them out he really stuck to whatever he knew right and um that doesn't work right there was a lot of chances that india had that the, even the drop catches missed, missed fields things like that. they weren't there wasn't any sort of pressure put on australia to like Try to get them out, or a game plan towards in each batsman type. For sure, so for sure. You really, you really need that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, Australia, on the other hand, found the weaknesses that Indian batsmen had and really gave it to them. If it wasn't for Hardik Pandya, right, we would have lost a lot of those games very oh, badly, lot. right? By a lot more, right? Like the even Shikhar Dhawan played really well, right? Kohli by his standards wasn't as good as he was, but he still performed yeah. where he needed to. But the other guy, Shreyas Ayer, right? Like. Kale Rahul, Kale Rahul, right? Struggled, struggled, right? struggled. But you and Boomerah, oh man, Boomerah, Shami, oh all these guys struggled. Oh. Man. Like they, they could not buy a wicket. They could not. could not buy a wicket. And it's not like you're playing on a condition that's any different. No. Like Australian bowling attack is really good. Like we got Hazelwood, you Zamper. got Stark, you got Zampa. Because uh, Zampa, right? He is. He's not that good of a player. He's not. Like, mm-hmm. He's he's decent. He's he's probably above average and things like that, but he just bowled in the right places. And that's what the, the, those the, the 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 second match where Pandya bowled. Yeah, I think the Australian 
bowlers figured out what he was doing yeah. and they applied it to yeah, India. India. He slowed the he, he lowered the pace. Yeah, he's coming back from injury, but he couldn't really bowl. He couldn't bowl, right? I because I, 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 um, I think I asked you after the first like, yeah, why isn't this guy bowling? Yeah, he's, but he he's, didn't bowl in the whole T twenty T twenty IPL. He had right? back surgery. He did right. So it's, it's a lot of <laughs> didn't show it though on the batting side. No batting side, obviously he, he batted really well, Oof. right? Because he was aggressive. He was aggressive. You got to be aggressive. Can I make one point? I must say the Australian commentators, they love these Indian batters. Yeah, the, yeah. The commentating, I was like, holy! Like usually, you know, what I mean, like you think there'd be somewhat of a homer, right? Like uh, it's it's the love of IPL. You think so? Yeah, because a lot, so a lot of these commentators are they, actually they, part of the teams. Uh, so they're either bowling coaches, batting coaches, different sense. type of coaches, right? Mark, Mark Waugh, that guy loves Pandya. Yeah, Pandya, right? Uh, so so uh, Pandya has become one of my favorite players. That's what you're he's for. He, yeah, he's he's he. There's a lot. There's a very. He looks like uh, an interesting guy. I'm gonna refrain from using that word, but um, yeah, he's he's performed well, and if he can, he's he's young enough to be a future captain of India, right? I can Ooh. I can. He, he needs he, to become. He needs to. He needs to mature up a little bit. Yeah, but right? but but I think he he needs to learn how to be the finisher because you lost it with Dhoni, right? Yeah, he needs so to be the Indian finisher. The thing now. with Pandya that he has the the ability to learn is he in T20 obviously is he bats with Kieran Pollard a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, and that's Kim a Pollard teacher. is a really good yeah, finisher, yeah, right? and he's a good leader. And he's, and, good leader. and he's got Rohit too there too. Yeah, he's, but that's the thing that losing Rohit was a big problem. Yeah, definitely. Right, and um, that's where that's where you saw a lot of weakness in India. Um, but the bowling was just it was. Just, but, but I think with the bowling, obviously he struggled. But then I think you discovered a kid, right? Natarajan. Natarajan yeah, showed show so, that he again, can bowl, man. He's, he's that's T twenty different. He played, played well in that last game. That yeah. Third game. No, uh, third old, yeah, oh yeah, third old, yeah, he played well, right? He and he's gonna be because he can he can bowl a lot. He's a good Yorker. He's yeah. a good Yorker. That that's what you need in this sure. game, right? But um, it was right. good. It, it also, it was good that India benched uh, Shami and Bumrah uh, for the T Twenty games for T Twenty because they just wanted to rest them, right? Because they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna yeah. play a lot in the Test matches test coming matches, up. Yeah. So you have the five first, Test matches, four, three or four. I think, four, I think it's four, right? Um, first one you have Kohli and then after that Kohli's and then uh, he goes home so uh, big ups to him uh, would you have Rohit for the first game no Rohit's not there huh. I don't know if Rohit's coming back or not well, he's got to be there soon because he's got to have to quarantine he's going to be he's not in Australia yet well that's awkward right so I don't know what's happening well, there hopefully KL Rahul's not right? the captain for one of the games uh, Ajenka Rahane is the captain uh, right, so okay. he's uh, he's good right he's performed well he's in a the, test match player right he's a test him match and, player him yeah. and Bundy no what's that right. yeah anyways go ahead uh, so he's he's done well. Um, what do you call? Uh, there's yeah. There's there's just uh, uh, I completely lost my train of thought there. Yeah, Rahane Rahane will be a good captain. I think he's he's not as aggressive. Yeah. Um, so he plays a bit more of a defensive game. But it'll see. We'll see how the pitches hold up. Right. For sure. It's good to see. It's the first Test match in a very long time. A lot of Indian Test specialists like to play county cricket in England, mm. but county county doesn't happen this year. Makes sense. So it'll be it'll be interesting. You'll see um, you'll see Ashwin and Jadeja get a lot of balls, right? Bowling in, right? What a great fielder! A great fielder, probably one of the best in India, right? I think he is the best fielder in Indian team. Um, he can he can pick up random wickets here and there, right? And, yeah. and score and score here and there. Uh, but we really really need to like three guys that we're gonna be heavily dependent on. Actually, four guys: Shikhar Dhawan, uh, Jinkar Rahane. Pujara and Pujara, Ashwin, sorry, and Bumrah as well, 
right? These five guys are going to be really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Shami needs to be a, a solid second fiddle to, to Bumrah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he can be. Um, but Bumrah needs to put the pressure on early yep. in order for them to be able to do 100%. it. 100%. He's, if he can't take wickets, you lose. Right? We're not going to get anywhere. No. Right, and Australia is too strong of a team. For sure, Steve Smith. Like, so I think David Warner might have picked up an injury, so he might oh, be out. I, I think they rested him. I think they rested him. Okay. okay, so he might be good to play. Oh, Jadeja, who knows, will be will be good for the thing. Yeah, because he left for the he, he, he left as well, right? So, again, injuries are going to be um, a big part of it. But uh, I still think Steve Smith is the best batsman in the world right now. Uh, this guy is uh, yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, especially in uh, red ball cricket. Like, yeah. He just sees the ball completely differently. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Jadu, who's this one going out to? Number 50. Number 50. Going out to our Canadian, Joel Anthony. Okay. We're basketball again. Basketball. Played those years in the NBA. Played for Miami. Got a couple chips. Uh, played for the Canadian, mas- Canadian national basketball team. <laughs> you know, man. average only like three, four, three, four points. Whatever, man. Man, man. man made his millions in the NBA. Old Canada, man. baby. Got the Old rings, Canada. though. Got the rings. All right. Here we are, 50. Did you expect us to hit 50? Yeah. Yeah, did you? Actually? Not really. Not really yet? What, what was your What was your guess? Nah, you know what? I thought we'd get to 50. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Question is, do we get to 100? Yeah, I think so. When you're at 50, you might as well get to 100 at this point. A few more changes coming, though. Yeah, for sure. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have some, some, some surprises coming up soon. All right. That's it for this week. Adios, Gigi. Peace. Peace.